Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Those were our buddies, Bikini, Trill, Lost Boy. Remember when they just hit us up on Instagram, Chris? I sure do. And then I was able to house them for an evening while they needed a place to stay. Yes, thank you for that, by the Absolutely. way. Absolutely. Because if you work in the music industry and you, you kind of learn that bands on the road don't make a lot of money, mm-hmm. you know, usually the money that they make is from their merch and stuff. And so anytime they get the chance to be able to stay somewhere for free... They're like, yes, cool. This saved us, like, I don't know, a couple hundred dollars. At least. Which is great. And when they kind of were like, oh, we're here. We're friends. We're family. Uh, What are you guys doing after this? I'm like, (laughs) damn it, they need a place to stay. I have a one-bedroom apartment. And, Chris, you opened up your heart and your soul Mm -hmm. and your house. And I'm so glad I did. I know. You guys had a jam session We sure did. That was one of the most fun times of my life. I started, I just asked a question, like, hey, just want to see if this sounds anywhere near kind of good started playing it you got all the guitars started jamming and we had a legit jam session with a band that's crazy Uh, mm. that's amazing bikini trail man as part of the jsaf story definitely one of those bands that again they just hit us up on instagram heard of the show and then we clicked into their music and we're like damn okay that's good they were on tour with uh 311 Mm -hmm. was it july of last year yeah i believe so-ish sometime in the last summer. I mean, stuff that happened in March seems like it happened 400 years ago. Yeah. <sighs> Who's going to cry first? Uh, probably me. I'm in a basket case full of emotions. Oh, this is going to be fun to explore. Oh, no. We don't need to do that. You know what, though? What? I do think that you have chosen the right moment to take your sabbatical from the show. Why? Because... There's a giant metal sign in here. <laughs> What's with that? I don't know. What does it say, Chris? It says, live, laugh, love, Laszlo. And it's metal. It's not like cardboard cutout. There's a big, heavy metal sign here where it has uh, been cut out. Yeah, someone had to design that and then cut it out of metal. Live, laugh, love, Laszlo. If that becomes the new, like, <laughs> no. motto. No. <laughs> On 96.5 The Buzz. Why are you crying? Because I'm going to read into every single song that is scheduled for this show. (laughs) For the uh, crying out loud, that song goes forever, forever. Let's make this last forever. And you're taking a sabbatical after the show. Well. No, like I said yesterday, one of the hardest lessons in life to learn is when a moment is over. Mm -hmm. For that time being. You can always recreate it later in life. But at the moment... Um, Chris, you are, this is your last show with me for an undefined amount of time. Yes. Are you, are you ready for me to go? What does that mean? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to not get emotional because I don't want you this early in the morning. Okay. I got you. Well, okay. Let's, let's go back in time, which is kind of what I want to do on the show today. Okay. Is, uh, to go back through some past shows and maybe button up some things. That we need to do. Okay. Because yesterday when it was Chris Minders and friends, people were texting in, members of the Buzz family were texting in these great sentences. Besides the fact that they were super sweet, they would be referring to things that we talked about sometimes just for five minutes one day last year. That's incredible. Right. So the things that you've brought up and the content you've brought to the show... 
Uh, it, it obviously is very important to members of the Buzz family. You know, I, I love how people listen to this show. I mean, not not that blanket like statement. Like, yeah. I just love how people listen and they continue to listen. And we've always just tried to tell a story this entire time. Mm-hmm. You know, like we got the news. You want to hear the news? Go to the news place. But because we're we're not doing news today either. <laughs> Sorry, last let's Christmas last night for a while. <laughs> but. Yeah, we've just been kind of telling the story of us and how we've grown and the things that we think and feel over the past two years together. And I just want to like button up some things because yesterday somebody texted in about the cloth pads that you and your wife were sewing. I even totally forgot about those. Oh, so you're not doing that anymore? Well, we are, but she's she's taken a little, I suppose, sabbatical from that as well. So you're not doing this anymore. Yeah. This is my favorite thing about you. I love how you'll dance around the no, but then in reality, it's always no. Jordan Silver on the bus. Oh, man. This is the uh, last time for a minute that you will be helping me out with Honest Day in History. Mm, That'll be sad. I'll be missing teaching the people about historical events. The bus family, this is kind of the thing that they, I've noticed they've said is the thing that they're going to miss the most about Mm -hmm. you. I'm like, I'm still here. I'm still here. Oh. Nope, that don't matter to everyone. No, but uh, so, gosh, coming up, 625, we have On This Day in History. What is something BuzzFam can look forward to? Well, this thing lasted 135 years. It ended this year because of COVID, but 1885 was the first year that this happened, that this basically opened up and uh, allowed people to gluttony themselves ever since until this year so it, looking back at this it's definitely one of those things where you're like ugh, ugh, how did we do this before covid because now because of covid everybody is aware yeah and this, this is gross which i feel bad for all the all the big chains that used this model of serving food what are they gonna do <laughs> i don't know I don't know. Music, world, local, and unofficial holidays. We're digging deep into history. Because we're all a bunch of nerds. And bringing you on This Day in History with Jordan Silver and Friends. Did you wash the newsboy hat for the news before you give it back to me? It's at the dry cleaners now. Oh, thank That's you so much. That's why I don't much. have it. That's why I love how clean you are. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that we could do the show. You know, I don't know how many times I've done shows with people that just were like, eh, I don't need a shower. I don't need to do this. What? You never smelled. Thank mm-hmm. you. It's well, a radio person thing. And not anybody specific. It's just like a radio person thing. It is. There are some people that think because they are here by themselves that they don't need a shower. Mm-hmm. We know who they are. One time I walked into the studio at this radio station I worked for in Seattle and I know I know that the guy that was sitting in there like ripped one uh, and it's a soundproof studio oh, right I'm just like we were looking at each other and I was like okay cool uh, I just came here to pick up anyway alright let's not make everybody throw up let's do on this day in history Christopher kick it off today is Friday the 4th, 4th. of September is that what we're doing? I don't know what we're doing. Um, Chris, man. kick it off. What happened on this day starting uh, 2018? The ruby red slippers from the Wizard of Oz are recovered after being stolen back in 2005. Here's the FBI. We're here today to share with you the recovery of one of the most significant and cherished pieces of movie memorabilia in American history. Dorothy's ruby slippers from the 1939 movie, The Wizard of Oz. Did Miss B have them? (sighs) That's where they got it from. (gasps) She was so mad that she didn't get the robe that she swiped the slippers. And then, that's why she doesn't want to talk about it. I mean, the more I Googled from your story yesterday Mm -hmm. about Miss B from the journal entry, maybe she did have this big famous life. Hmm. I wonder when Netflix will do a docu-series on her life. Well, nope. I'm not going to say anything out loud because now it's just bad karma. But I'm like, they better hurry up. She's 94. (laughs) Flix, hurry up. Mm. Also on the stay in 2008, Amazon becomes America's second trillion dollar company. Yes, 2018. You said 2008. 
Did I, say, I said also on this day. And then you said 2008. Did I? I oh. promise. It's okay. It's your last day. It's your last day. What are you going to do? Fire me? Uh, no. Please. Don't do that. Come on. Remember, live, laugh, love, <laughs> Laszlo. That is a big metal sign in here that says that. That was not here yesterday. The first billion, trillion dollar company in America. Obviously, we're all thinking about the name of it right now. Mm-hmm. The Buzz. Yes. <laughs> no, it was Apple. <laughs> trillion dollars. That's I can't. A thousand billion? My goodness. It started in someone's check. Basically, that the first Apple computer was made of wood. God. <laughs> can I go back in a time machine? Mm-mm. Although Apple did, their history is like a little bit of success, really down, yeah. really huge downfall. Success, downfall, downfall, downfall. They really didn't hit it until they decided to just take over in like 04 with the iPod and then just go from there. Mm-hmm. And on this day in 2002, the very first winner of American Idol is crowned Kelly Clarkson. And this 20 seconds of audio I have was after six minutes of waiting on YouTube for the, for the, the big reveal. That was annoying. America has made their decision. The winner of American Idol 2002 is Kelly Clarkson. She's such a big star that I forgot that she was even on that show. That that's how she started. Right. Also, Carrie Underwood, same deal. Such a big star that you're like, wait a minute. Yeah, they've they've ex- expelled higher than that show. They have expelled. I don't think that's the right word. Their career has just gone so much more yeah. that you don't even remember. Did you ever watch American Idol? A little bit. Okay. I was big into the. Adam Lambert season. Me too. Oh, that was the so one good. season that I watched and yeah. he didn't even win. I know. That like Chris Jenner Allen guy won. Yeah, the other guy that we don't even know. Nope. Yeah, there's a lot of them. But this dude Taylor Hicks won. Yeah. One season. I was like, <laughs> who is Taylor Hicks? Mm. Uh, and now Adam Lambert's with Queen. <laughs> right? <laughs> Dumb America. <laughs> we didn't vote him <laughs> as the winner of American Idol that season, but now he's the front man of Queen. Uh, and on this day in 1998. Google is founded by two college students. Do you know what I did in college? What did you do in college? Acid 12 times. <laughs> so you were doing drugs while other people were creating, you know, monumental billion dollar corporations to help us scour the web for easy information? What did you do in college? Drugs. You did drugs in college? Just a little bit. All right, so same thing. No judgment here. I'm not judging anybody. Now I've got uh, an expanded mind, and they've got control of the earth. Right. So <laughs> now, now I get acid flashbacks, and they have control of the world. All right, let's keep going. This is getting depressing. Yeah, on this day, 1997, Fiona Apple wins Best New Artist at the MTV Music Awards. Here's her speech. Everybody out there that's watching, everybody that's watching this world, this world is both. And you shouldn't model your life. Wait a second. You shouldn't model your life about what you think that we think is cool and what we're wearing and what we're saying and everything. Go with yourself. And it's just stupid that I'm in this world, but you're all very cool to me, so thank you very much. And I'm sorry for all the people that I didn't thank, but man, it's good. Bye. I'm so in love with a girl that thinks like that. You have no idea. It isn't just what she looks like. It's just that that is her personality. Yeah. This world is BS and don't model. I mean, that still kind of works. Mm-hmm. It never goes away. I remember watching that MTV uh, Music Award episode and uh, just being like, oh, you know, an apple just popped off hardcore. Mm. Still fits. She was young, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Fiona Apple popped off on this day in 1997 at the MTV Music Awards and told everybody this world is BS. That was all over the news the next day, too. I'm like, she's just keeping it real. Shoot. And on this day in 1972, filling the mornings for many people staying at home, The Price is Right premieres on CBS. And here's the very first Price is Right. A fortune in fabulous prizes may go to these people today if they know when The Price is Right. And all of you, come on down. You're the first contestants on the new Price is Right. Two things. Yeah. Bob Barker is still alive. Yeah, he is. 96 years old, but he is still alive and kicking. 
And the other thing is I always love The Price is Right because it's the only time in life, mm-hmm. I'm talking life, where people will be excited and cheer for the fact that they're about to win a Geo Metro. That door opens oh. up and it's like, a new car! This Geo Metro is from 1994. And people are like, ah! Mm. And on the very first showcase on The Price is Right, the guy who won was under the, by $4. Under the final price? Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's impressive. There's a documentary on, uh, on one of the streaming platforms about a guy that, like, is like a savant for pr- The Price is Right. It's pretty interesting. He could he kept a log of what mm-hmm. things were. I think he had, like, a photographic memory, and he would just go in his brain down to that log. Huh. Fascinating. And on this day in 1936, Swing Time is released in theaters. Here's the trailer for that. The rollicking romance of a gambling hoofer who loses his heart to a beautiful dance teacher in a merry mad chase of melody and mirth. And the toe-tapping magic of the king and queen of captivating rhythm, Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers. What do you call him? A, a hoofer? Was it hoofer or hooker? Hoofer. Oh, it's a hoofer. Hoofer. You know what a, a hoofer is for that? No, slang? I'd be insulted. If I was a dancer and someone called me a hoofer, it would sound like I'm a horse. One who cannot do anything right. All right, I'm a hoofer. May be considered mildly... Oh, nope. Can't say that word. <laughs> 1936. Different time. <laughs> and on this day in 1893, their first story of Peter Rabbit is written. Peter Rabbit is the story that follows the mischievous and disobedient young Peter Rabbit as he gets into and chases around the garden of Mr. McGregor. 2018, there was a Peter Rabbit movie. Mm-hmm. I can't. Why? I can't. I just I don't like movies where animals have human feelings and problems. Oh, completely agree with you. They're wearing clothes and stuff, and yeah. you're just like, why is why is this why is this rabbit in love? <laughs> why why is this rabbit in love? That's why I don't like cartoons. Uh, And on this day in 1888, George Eastman registers the trademark Kodak. Do you think if you found a camera at an estate sale Mm -hmm. with like really old film in it, you could take a picture and it would look like it did back in the day? In theory, it should, right? I think so. Because colors haven't changed in the past hundred years. No. I ask myself this once a day. We need to figure it out. But nobody has an old film camera. Do you just happen to have an old camera with a 100-year-old film still there? Mm-hmm. Mm. On this day in 1885, what we talked about before, the first self-serving buffet opened in the United States back in 1885 on this day. It was called the Exchange Buffet, and it opened in New York City. First self-serving cafeteria. That just sounds gross now. The Exchange Buffet. Yeah, we're all... Realizing how much germs are spreading, and will they, will buffets come back? Are they, are we done with buffets now? God, I don't know. I do know that in uh, Decatur, Georgia, when I lived outside of Atlanta, I, I went to the old country buffet in Decatur, Georgia, mm-hmm. and the review is still up there. I did a review on Yelp for it, but what I did was I wrote like a simple review and then translated it to five different languages into, like, Italian, and then from Italian to, like, Mandarin, then from Mandarin yeah. to French. And then and then the result is what I posted on their Yelp. <laughs> the lettuce and pizza taste the same. It was beautiful. Oh. <laughs> uh, but buffets, yep, maybe, I don't know, we'll see. Mm. All right, what about the unofficial holiday for this crazy life? It is newspaper carrier day. Back on this day in 1833, Little 10-year-old boy was the first person to ever shout, Paper, paper, get your papers! So it's newspaper to... Question. Yeah. Is that true or did you make that up? That is true. Where's your source? Uh, the internet. Hmm, nice source, Chris. You never know when that info will come in handy. Like maybe for your pub quiz night. That was On This Day in History. With Jordan Silver and friends. On the bus. What was that old show, like, This Is Your Life or something, where someone would be, show would be centered around them, and then people 
from their past would say, hey, we met at blah, 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 and they had to guess who and who the person was that was behind the curtain? That American Re- reality documentary series that was on NBC between 1948 and 1952. That what's one? It, what's it called? This is your life. Okay. All right. So, yes. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for That's all that one. extra information. I love it. Uh, you and I are doing a scaled down version of that, Chris, because today is your last show for a while. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to go back through some of the stuff that we've talked about for the year and six months that you have like basically done this show with me. Um, and uh, I want to tie up some loose ends. All right. Uh, there's always there's been a couple things I've always wanted to bring back to Uh-oh. remind you of, mm. and we're going to do that over the course of this show. I'm very excited. No, it's all good. It's all good. Okay. It's all okay. good for the Buzz family. You're like telling them the story of how you've grown. Yeah. And also, we're not doing the news because we don't want to do the news. Ha 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 ha. Sorry. Uh, oh, sorry. Just look at the newspaper. We have the news. <laughs> but it's newspaper carrier day, if you didn't know. Mm-hmm. Back. I remember you came in here for the very first time and asked me how I cut my peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah. In which direction? Yeah, whether you, you folded it or you went down the angle or just straight up and had two even sides. Right. And my, my choice was uh, cut it down the side, <clears throat> like cut it to an angle. Mm-hmm. And when you left, I was like, that kid has good content. There's something about that kid. He's like a star, right? How did you feel the first time that you, like, met me? Because this is, like, years ago now. Yeah, I remember seeing the the press release of the new Jordan Silver and Friends, and I just had this weird urge, like, I need to go say hello or introduce myself to her. And I was, after I looked at your Instagram and found images where you loved Titanic and old thing, old things and... Old electric and Victorian. I was like, is this my sister from another mister? Oh, God, that's going to make what I'm... <laughs> that's going to make what I've picked out to play for this first little bit. Oh. Definitely very awkward now that you said that. <laughs> but the first time we met, you asked me about that sandwich thing. And then I was like, cool, nice to meet you. Go to the bathroom, which is down the hall. Come back out. You are still standing there. I wasn't done with you yet. I thought we were done because I would not go to the bathroom in the middle of a sentence and in the middle of a conversation with someone. <laughs> but I'm so glad that you stayed and we talked because the more we talked, we talked about how we like going to estate sales and how we like old things. And I was like, this kid is cool. So it was great when a time worked out that you could come hang out with me. Yeah. When I was searching for uh, a new producer slash co-host in like March. Yeah. I was working. Eight to five at my normal job, so I was coming here early at 4 a.m. to do a little double take, and just because I love doing it and being with Jordan so much. It was great. I mean, I was doing the show alone other than that, so it was great to have you here, and man, we just started like a weird thing, you and I. The yeah. second that we got on the radio, it, it's just very different than what other people do on the radio, because we're just weird, and we work together really well. And so this is from March 20th, 2019. So this is before... Like, Stacy and Dustin join, and I found a little clip of uh, of you being asked by the Buzz family via the text line what you look like, and then your response. So let's go back in time, Chris, to <laughs> in, the, in your history. Let's go back in time to March twentieth, twenty nineteen, and take a listen to this Buzz family texting in. They want to know what you look like. <laughs> People want to know what you look like based they on do? these stories that you have worked in a funeral home. You like fast cars. You're tall. You're thin. My wife says handsome. Well, of course. I think you're handsome. Oh, thank you. But remember that I'm a lesbian, so. I appreciate it, Steph. I can tell when you're handsome, of course. Of but... course. You can still determine when beauty is real. Describe yourself. <laughs> Describe what you look Describe. like. Uh, John Stamos. <laughs> I forgot about that. Catfish. <laughs> Follow the show. Instagram.com slash Jordan Silver. Jordan with an I. Oh, Chris. You know, a lot of stuff has changed in the past year and a half that you've been on the show. A lot of stuff has changed in your life. I've I've created life. Yeah. Would you consider that to be the biggest change in your life? Mm. The fact that you have a baby? Yeah, that's Uh, the biggest change. Okay, cool. I was wondering where you're going with that. You just had to make sure everything was... 
was gone over. Now, the way that you speak about your daughter now that you have her, and I completely understand that before she was born, she was an idea. Mm-hmm. And then after she was born, she became a real thing. Yes. But man, Chris, going back in the podcast, yeah, I pulled some stuff where you are talking about your baby before they were born. Mm-hmm. And wow, this is what? gold. Like the baby name list, your original baby name list, it is wild. Also, I've always wanted to pull this clip and I found it where you describe what you feel like having a baby is going to be like. Oh, yeah. I think I recall that. Yeah. I've been looking for that clip since (laughs) you said it. But we're going to go over some of your baby stuff, even your mom's advice. Because your mom was on the show once. Oh, uh, she were going to get her audio as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we're, this is a real thing. This is your last show with me for a while. And uh, I want to basically go down memory lane with you. Mm. And also keep it funny because, you know, that's how we do here. Yeah. On Jordan Silver and Friends. So when you are a lonely cat lady, or if you live alone, one of the biggest fears when you live alone is that you'll just die and no one will know. And then your cat will start eating your face. Yeah. Right. So... When I was doing the show alone, that was kind of a fear that I had, you know? Like, what if all of a sudden something happens and I can't breathe and no one's here to help me and then I'm just dead for a while and then somehow a cat sneaks into the studio and starts eating my face, you know? Totally legitimate fear. Of course. Well, on March 22nd, 2019, you, I don't remember how this happened and we don't talk about how it happened. But you come running in to help me. And here is a clip from that. Chris from down the hall, you a real one. Yeah. Thank you for coming all the way up here. Absolutely. You heard that I was choking. <laughs> you just want to make sure you're still on, on the air and alive and everything. That's such a good friend. Yeah. <sighs> okay, I'm okay now. Good. But sometimes, you know, stuff just... I'm here for you. You swallow it the wrong way. It happens. Do you know the Heimlich? I do. They changed I, CPR, though. They have. You, yeah. don't, you no longer breathe into the mouth. The blood to the brain is the most important thing. <sighs> That really ruins my chances of kissing (laughs) Taylor Swift one day. I mean, you can always say you didn't know the new method. That's true. Because when we meet in my head, she's the one that passes out. You came and saved me. How do you do the Heimlich? I don't know. You just grab a chair? Now I got to know this for myself, Chris. How do you do the Heimlich? Yeah. On yourself? Yeah. Yeah, you get behind a chair and put the top part of it underneath your ribcage and just start... Uh, I'm zoning uh, out. Start. I'm zoning out. It's like giving me directions out loud. This is I supposed no to idea. save your life you, potentially. Do you think there'll be enough time to YouTube it before, while it's happening? God, <sighs> not if there's a bunch of ads that play before it. Jordan Silver on the bus. I was so self-conscious about that at the beginning last year, and you told me to just to go with it because people liked it. Well, your laugh? Yeah. Oh, my God. You have the greatest laugh. I'm going to turn that into a little thing. When I'm lonely, I'm just going to hit the button and it'll go. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've been self-conscious of that for, for decades. Hell no. You've got such a great laugh. Such a great laugh. It makes makes the person that you're laughing with mm-hmm. or at feel so much funnier than they probably already are because that's how I feel around you. I always felt like I was in a good little nest doing comedy because you have such a great laugh. Aww. One of the biggest things that you've gone through as a person during the course of being on this show is having a child. Yeah, that's definitely the top thing on my list. And with how important she is to you now, with the fact that you are taking your time because you guys are in a place to be able to do this, mm-hmm. and you're going to spend it with her, your daughter and your and your wife, um, but you're going to be there for your daughter when she grows up because... You're doing all that. It, you just have such... It can. You love her so much. This is true. Like, what does it feel like now? Knowing where I was a year ago and from where I am now, where if she doesn't hold my hand when she walks, I start to cry. Right. But you had not always had such an emotional connection with your daughter when she was still a concept, when she was still growing in your wife's belly. That's true. I I, I had to acquire the love? Sure. I mean, 
I will. I don't know what that feels like. You're, that's a human experience that you and a lot of members of the Buzz family uniquely have, and mm-hmm. I've n- no, you know, no right to tell you that that's wrong or right. You felt love for her whenever you did, and that's beautiful. But the reason I'm bringing it up is because how far? Uh, how? Hmm, just this is very different compared to how you would talk about your daughter. A couple months before she was born. Shall we go back, Christopher? I suppose. To July 22nd, 2019, Mm. where it sounds like you've got, I think I say about eight weeks until Mm -hmm. your baby is born. And I just ask you how you're feeling, buddy. You ready for for this? Let's go. Christopher. (sighs) What? Eight weeks. I feel like I'm like 50% freaking out and 50% completely normal. Really? Because there's a part of me... And right now, my biggest fear is that I have this child, and it's just this grandfather clock that I bought at the auction, and it just sits in the corner. There's not like a, oh my goodness, this is my grandfather clock. Yeah. <laughs> can we scrub that from the web so Cora can never hear that? Ah, uh, oh, you've been such a good friend to me. Damn it, I guess we can. Catch Jordan Silver and friends from 6 to 9 on The Buzz. Chris, I am a huge fan of meeting my friends' parents. You just learn a little bit more about them, you know? Mm -hmm. It just gives you a deeper understanding of who they are as a person. And on uh, July 26th, 2019, your mother was in town. She presented us with her appearance. Mm -hmm. And... How did it feel to have your mom on the show? Because I know that she was originally nervous, Mm -hmm. but then, I mean, we got along like we were old friends. I wasn't too nervous just because I remember what we talked about on the show was we are an open book. We don't try to hide or fake anything that we're a hot mess and we're here and we're we're ready to live our life and not, not trying to conform to what other people want. I see the last part of that, but I never see you guys as a hot mess. If I see anybody that's got it together, (laughs) it is you and the minors. And man, your mom, through this whole thing, that time where we had to budget cut and had to let you go towards the end of Mm -hmm. last year, like I was on messaging with your mom and I was like, dude, I'm going to get him back. I don't know how, but I'm going to get him back. You know, your son is such an incredible talent and it's all about... You know, the chemistry that you create between the person that you do radio with, which is why in radio sometimes it works out with somebody and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. It does not mean that anybody is less talented. It's just sometimes it doesn't work like a relationship. Yeah. You know, you and I got there. And um, well, it was so great to have your mom on. And this was historically before you had a baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but two months or so before. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just wanted to pull up a little bit from that podcast on July 26th of your mom and I kind of chatting about you and her biggest fear about you <laughs> having a baby. Mama Cindy, hello. Hello, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm great. Tell us yeah, about you. And right. please, God, tell us a little bit more about how do you feel about Chris having a baby? It's kind of surreal because Christopher's just always been Christopher for 32 years. <laughs> and now it's like he has to keep another human being alive. Right, so how do you feel about that as his mother? How do you think he's going to do? He'll be a great dad. Mm-hmm. I just wonder if some of the little details might get overlooked. <laughs> Such, so, as? You know, Such as? I mean, like, his housekeeping skills sometimes can turn to mold. You know? I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but. That cheese was good. Dustin tried it. Okay. Buzz fam, he did, Chris did make some cheese. And Dustin did try it. He grew it in his basement. But I remember her saying a little bit more about how she's afraid that maybe you wouldn't do a really good job cleaning your baby bottle and, like, maybe a little bit of mold would be in it and, and the baby would drink slash eat the mold. Luckily, that hasn't been an issue because my wife has been nursing from the breast ever since, and we don't even deal with bottles. That's a godsend. Good, because if there is mold around that... Please don't kick my ass for saying that. Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. Chris, we're going down memory lane with you, tying up some loose ends. And right now we are on a couple things that you've said in the past before your daughter was born about your daughter, about your daughter, basically. Now, we she's almost a year old. Mm-hmm. It'll be September 30th and she'll be one year officially. That's crazy. The f- year has flown by. That's crazy. She's grown up. Now she's helping you out 
with cleaning the uh, yeah, she's dishwasher? grabbing the silverware and handing them to me so I have to do a little less work. This is what I've been waiting for with children. Something that, if you've been following this show, Buzz Family, something that was a big thing, but we kind of forgot about it at this point because it's been a year that we've known, is that you and your wife, Chris, had decided that you were not going to find out the gender of your child. Yeah, until they were in this world. Right. And a lot of people appreciated that because nobody has that surprising anymore. Right. Did you, honestly, looking back through the process, is there anywhere that someone in the process may have let it slip, <sighs> the gender yes. of your baby? Yes. We were at an ultrasound maybe a month and a half before, and then the doctor said, oh, look, she's going to do this. Aww. But in a way, like, oh, and then she used he, but it was in a way like, oh, let me save myself. Right. So. Did like, you really start to think? Because you thought that your baby was going to be a boy. I was really hoping. But now, she's a girl. Yeah. It doesn't even matter. Right. No, it totally doesn't. And her name. Mm-hmm. How did you pick the name, her name? The one she currently ha- well yes the one she currently has as opposed to the <laughs> one Christian got rid name of, yeah, yeah. Uh, her- well that'll make sense in a second hold on I'm I'm leading it somewhere her uh, name first name is my great grandmother and her middle name is my great grandfather and they were married and we were going back and forth and it just kind of my wife and I both really really like these names and it kept coming to the top of the list Cora Josephine oh nobody has that beautiful of a name these days you know mm-hmm. it's like Flower bed, tiger lily. Right. Like that's what people name their kids now. But that beautiful antique old name, just, yeah. just so fitting. And the reason I bring this up is because on May thirteenth, I asked you if you had any ideas of what you were going to name your child. Again, you did not know the gender mm-hmm. of your child. This would be five, six, seven, like a couple months. Three months. Yeah. Three months before your daughter was born. And uh, this is what happened here on Jordan Silver and Friends, Chris. Are there any names that you can share? I've got a short list. Okay. First one is Nostradamus. What? <laughs> wait, wait. Is that a gender neutral name? <laughs> yeah. I think it could be. We can go Nasty or Domus. Nasty. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> have you run this by your wife? No, this is my short list. Usually. God, I hope she says nope. <laughs> a little Nostradamus minder. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a little adorable? No. <laughs> Oh, anyway, I watched a documentary about how that guy was like hella wrong. Mm. Keep going, please. Nosferatu. Nosferatu. Yeah. Oh, that was also added to the list. I need your wife needs to come <laughs> on the show. Nosferatu minders. I still like that name. <laughs> Just call her that sweetly while she falls asleep. <laughs> Good night, little Nosferatu. Stream Jordan Silver and Friends 6 to 9 on the radio.com well, something happened early on into you being on the show, and it started us, you know, creating a bit around it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure. This is like, if there were legendary sayings, this would definitely be one of them. Okay. Buzz fam, I'm going to see if we can go back in time, because this would have happened, I wish I had the concert date hold on um let me see what the date was because this is important may 14th so it was may uh may 14th 2019 (laughs) so may 15th you come in to the show and you said this when you have a room full of pot smoke you want lasers when you have a room (laughs) full of pot smoke (laughs) And it's good advice. And actually, there's a lot that comes from what you were talking about there. And we will go over that Mm. as we go down memory lane with Christopher Minders. All that coming up. Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. One of the benefits when you get into radio is that you get tickets to concerts. Yeah, and there's some really good ones and some that you just get. (laughs) Nice way of putting that. Some that you are contractually (laughs) obligated to be at. Yeah. Well, Chris, one of the first shows that you went to while you were on our show, the very beginning, happened on May 15th, well, it was May 14th, 2019. You and your wife decided to go to Tool. Oh, the Tool Festival. 
that's what I've been waiting for. You called it the Tool Festival. Have you seen Tool before this uh, moment? No, I, had, I don't think I've listened to a single Tool song in completion in my life before wow. this moment. The way I describe Tool mu- Tool's music is it's like a tire of a car that's like a little bit out of air. Where it's this, it goes around, but it doesn't like go around perfectly. It's like da 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 Chris's clinical reviews of concerts. Uh, I remember those. Because when you when you go to a concert, you don't just go, yeah, they, that song was great. Da, da, da. You're like, one-eighth of the people there were wearing hooded sweatshirts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. So I want to go back to the day after when everyone is on the show. It's me, you, Stacy, and Dustin. And uh, we ask for a quick little review of what happened at the Tool show last night. Could you please tell us a little bit about how Tool was? Instantly, we were high. I'm thinking, should my wife be here? <laughs> no, she's pregnant! Oh <laughs> yes. So, I was expecting more lasers. There's yeah, only like two or three songs with some lasers. And I was like, I need more lasers. And when you have a room full of pot smoke, you want lasers. You said that Maynard talked to the audience? Yeah, the first thing he said was like, it's Kansas City, goddammit! <laughs> that was it. <laughs> that was it. That's and it. And then they started into song. Song. And then, song. then they played like two or three songs. Musical interlude. Or for like 10 or 15 minutes. I don't really know. <laughs> the next time he spoke, he was like, all right, I need to do a survey. Anyone who's under 27, raise your hands. And like one in every 10 people raise their hands. Of course, one in every 10. That's how he would describe it. Yes. Go, Chris. Keep going. Tool. And then he said, when we wrote this song, you weren't even sperm yet. And then they, he played the song. And then when he was done with the song, he, he said, you weren't even sperm. <laughs> and then he continued some more songs. If you want to hear that full thing, because that is good. That podcast is still on our website, 965thebuzz.com slash podcast. It is from May 15th, 2019. And that part was called Chris's Clinical Review of the Tool Festival. How do you feel yeah. about hearing that? Uh, I forgot how it was such a good time that was again you were high chris you had a contact high i didn't ask to be well i know i'm just saying you had a contact high so was it so good or was it like the tire that just kind of yeah that's your buddy Lil hurt chris yeah i interviewed him back uh, in March? Who knows May? when it was? See, that's a 2020 thing. It's weird looking back at the past couple of years that you've been on the show, because today is going to be your last show for a while. Um, looking back, it's easy to remember when things happened in 2019, but the moment you hit 2020, it's all just a blur. I have no idea. And as we're looking back on some of the things that you have brought to the table here on Jordan Silver and Friends, there was an episode where your wife came in. Yeah, that was last August, August 2nd, I believe. That's a good memory. How did you feel? Were you nervous when uh, we were going to bring your wife in? We're a pretty good team. So I don't think there would be anything that she would surprise me with. God, that's all I was hoping, man. That's all I was hoping. And she came in here and just like, can of whoop ass. Because when you are the significant other of somebody on the radio, mm-hmm. you give them permission to speak about you, you don't get a defense. Yeah. You and I are telling everybody in Kansas City... X about our significant others, and then <laughs> it's just like that's it. If we're lying a little bit, if maybe we interpreted something a little differently than yeah. they interpreted, they don't get the chance to speak on it. And uh, when your wife came in, you're right. You guys were on a pretty united front, but there were a couple times that she got a little sassy. She got sassy, and you got sassy, and. Buzz family, you get to hear those points coming up. Follow Jordan Silver on Instagram at J-O-R-D-I-N Silver. August 2nd of last year, Christopher, your wife, came on the show. It was the first time that she, first and only time, really. Yeah. I mean, every now and then, if you say something like really popping off, she'll send me a text message so that I can reassure Kansas City that mm, maybe Chris is exaggerating a little bit. 
But for the most part, like like you said, you and your wife are on a pretty even, you know, you guys agree on things. So I found two clips from the time that your wife was on the show. And uh, what the first clip, and it makes sense, before you had your baby, you were kind of freaking out. Yeah, I wanted to do something that would kind of... Not like a midlife crisis, but mm-hmm. something to, to to change because my life is changing, and this is something that I could control. Now, August is a little bit August second when your babe when was Cora born? September. Okay, so like a little less than two months. Yes, she was born. So we're getting real close. Mm-hmm. And- I'm not freaking out, but it's it's hitting me that this I'm actually going to have a child in this world, and it's not just a, a concept of a thought. Or a grandfather clock. Or a grandfather clock. And if you want to know what we're talking about with that Buzz family, just go to the podcast, which will be up by 10 o'clock, 965thebuzz.com slash podcast. We're going over Chris's memories on the show, some of the things that we need to bring up and button up before he goes on his hiatus for a little bit. I love, well, go ahead. I, just, I thought this would be an easy, simple way to deal with my, my temporary crisis as, let's call it that. Right, of you getting ready to be a father for yes. the very first time and having to be responsible for a life. And then your wife got sassy. Yeah, take a listen to this from August 2nd, 2019. So now... Yep. I had to plug that in. You know. So now Chris wants to bleach his hair. How do you feel about that? I don't love it. Her and my mother are not on board with this. Children have been looking back on photos and made fun of their parents' fashion. Why is this any different? It's like when I look back at my mom's hair... It's just big. I won't be the only person with silver hair. They're going to look back and think it's 2000. <laughs> She's right. She's right. <laughs> you never did it, though. Can I still do it? Oh, hey, that's between you and your wife. Hmm. But the good thing about you and your wife as a couple is it sounds like you guys are pretty funny. And like when one gets the other, it's just a matter of time before that balance Happens again, and yes. they get you. And I've got uh, <laughs> got a little clip here of <laughs> you getting your wife back. What's going on in this? So I, this is the one where she was uh, still August 2nd. She's still seven months pregnant, so she's got a full belly, and it's, it's a beautiful, picturesque uh, pregnant woman. And you Say that now. That's not literally the audio says something different. So, so she was going to say something like, I feel like, and I just, I finished her sentence, but I wasn't anywhere close to what I should have been. Yeah. Well, the words that you, just take a listen to this. The other night, wow. she was coming to bed and showing off her full figure. And she said, <laughs> What does that mean? Her, 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 her silhouette? Her, her belly, yes. Okay, yes. Her beautiful belly. And yes. she said, Hey, Chris, I feel like. Like, I've never felt more womanly. Uh huh. And I dragged out a woman, and he finishes it for me. He's like, You feel like a whale? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know what she was going to say, and when she goes, What what, what do you expect me to do? You? Exactly what happened. Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. Well, we made it this far, Chris, and I'm really impressed with us. Text line is uh, texting in. We've got from the 816. Chris, it is Mike from Springfield, Mass here. Just wanted to say good luck in your future endeavors and have fun with your family. I will miss you. Um, Springfield, Massachusetts? Mm-hmm. Holy cow. Yeah, he moved from Kansas City. I know this guy. Because anytime I need like a good old person to validate the fact that people from Massachusetts are mean, Yeah. <laughs> Mike from Springfield, Mass, always oh. texts in. He used to live here in Kansas City and still tunes in to... Oh. This show every morning, so he's a big fan of yours. Also, um, got a text from Danielle. Very uh, appropriate songs today. Been a great show hearing all the past clips. You will be missed, Chris. Mm, Thank you, Danielle. And uh, you will be so missed. Love you guys. Really going to miss you on the show, Chris, says Will. Mm, Will. He was was always one of our... One of our best texters. Yeah, every morning. Yeah. We have a lot of those yeah, we people. Do. We're very, very, very thankful for you, Buzz family. <sighs> so, I mean, let's just peel back the curtain. Let's do it. 
Because we've okay. got to. Yeah. We've got to be real about this. We're not going to be real. Why the hell are we doing this? Uh, when I was pulling this second to last clip that we are going to play from your history on the show. Mm-hmm. Oh, this one is hard. Hard to hear. I'm sure it's very hard for you to hear. And it is from November 22nd, 2019. The day before was when some corporate downsizing started to happen. Yeah, after the show, the big boss comes in like, hey, can I see you for a moment? And I say, sure, no problem. I head in there and I sit down next to the human resources woman. Mm-hmm. And you know that's never a good sign. Yep, yep. I'm yep. like... She's there. You're out. So that's <laughs> yeah. it. You know it. Your yeah. key card doesn't even work. But, I mean, that's how it works. I hate to say that. Mm-hmm. You know, it. it's happened to me two to three times in my career where you're just like flying, you're doing a great job, and then all of a sudden they're like, you know what, we don't have the money for this. And in a way that is slash isn't a little bit of what's going on here right now as well, um, you know, monetarily, like nothing can compare to spending time with your daughter, but uh, COVID has just really screwed up a lot of things. There's been a lot of purse string tightening. Hopefully a quality purse string. Like, not a Betsy Johnson. That was a shout out to you and a slam to you, <laughs> Stacey Moody, if you're listening. That was a great bit, too. I love going back and listening uh. to this stuff with you. But when I pulled this clip from November 22nd, 2019, it was the first show after you had been downsized. Mm-hmm. And God, I remember when that happened, I saw you and I was like, let's go to the car and talk. And and we did for a really long time. Yeah, it, it's something that I. It came to me out of the blue, completely. It came to me out of the blue. Completely shocked, and I, I, I didn't even know what to do. What was happening? Everything I had worked for, in one five minute meeting, was just over. That's the entertainment industry. It sucks. People think it's just so easy that we come here and we talk about our little lives on mm-hmm. the, the radio and then we just go home and everything's fine. But no, dude, you got to make sure that what you're talking about is relevant. You got to make sure that you're, what you're talking about gets ratings. You have to make sure that uh, it's relatable to the audience. There's a lot built into this other than just... Yeah, the, the three-hour show that we do is only 40% of what we actually have to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I love when people say you just come in and, and work for three hours and then you leave. Shut up. So this show, November 22nd, was this, this was Dustin hopped in with me after you had been downsized, and I was feeling all the feels. This is going to be hard. Oh. Just want to let you know that yesterday there was some corporate downsizing, and we lost Chris. I talked to him yesterday, and I talked to his wife, and they're in really good spirits. They're actually really excited to spend December with their newborn baby, which is amazing. They're looking forward to that. It's not like where you kind of like start to get the idea of, hey, I could do this or I could spend the, you know, th- this job could go at any time for any of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, spending time with my daughter is more important. A part of it, experiencing that, that was the first, who gets a month, quote unquote, vacation. Mm-hmm. And then it just allowed me to, the fact that my wife was on maternity leave at the same time that I got let go. So we had 30 days off where we had no work. Kind of realized that that's a possibility. And then with the past two weeks, early in the early August, we thought maybe maybe this is something we should actually pursue. Right. And the fact that we can afford to is a huge blessing. And the fact that my wife is encouraging it, I can't not. I I made a promise, though, on November 22nd, 2019, and I'll be damned if I kept that promise. Yeah, you did. Let's go back to the podcast. Um, He helped build the show when we were circling the train, (laughs) when the ratings were so bad. Again, it was just corporate downsizing. Sometimes that stuff comes from way up there, and you can't do anything about it. It's happened to me twice in my career. So the show's got to go on because that's how it goes. I promise you on my life and my cat's life and Taylor Swift's life that we will get him back. He made it further than you thought I was going to before I was crying, Dustin. You made it more than one sentence. I know, do I? I also don't think Taylor Swift would approve of you wearing on her life. Mm. Jordan, I love you so much. 
I'm going to miss you terribly coming here every single morning to to do a dream job and to have fun with one of your best friends for this long and to be surrounded by people that I didn't even know appreciated me and loved me is, is something I will always take with me and I, I, I hope that that this isn't over and that we we will have a future there this is this isn't over i i have i have that that hope and but i appreciate and thank everything that you have done for me given to me allowed me to do and not many people get a platform such as this you know what a great co-host does is they pick up the ball and because you spoke right after that I got to stop crying, so it doesn't sound like I've been crying this whole time, but I'm super thankful, you know, super thankful for you, man. Like, no, no, I've worked, I'm 30, I'll be 34, I've had a dozen or so jobs. You don't find coworkers that you love and hug after every single day when you leave. There's, there's, this isn't some random occurrence where I'm just your coworker moving on. We have formed a relationship that I never even knew was possible with a coworker. It feels like family. Like even the Buzz family think that we look alike. Yeah, which is weird. We still need to figure that out. Yeah, I know. You don't want to do the Ancestry.com thing because you don't want them to have your spit. Uh, No, dude. uh, I mean, seriously. Like when you joined this show and you were doing like two different jobs just to help me out... uh, we were so bad. The ratings were so bad. Like I can't believe how much I said like after like every every like word. Hey, but that's like how it is in like the yeah. beginning, you know? Like you gotta learn how to do like the radio show and learn how to stop saying words like that. Damn it. Um no, but this has been amazing and like you've put so much of yourself in this and helped me. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't be here, dude. I wouldn't be here. If you didn't follow me to the bathroom and not leave. And so I'm so Uh, happy for you. It doesn't sound like it. I'm being tough. Um, I am, but I am so happy for you in this life experience that you get. And and you know what? Like, let this be an example to, to people that may be on the fence about things. Mm -hmm. What you're going to do really is what matters in life. Yeah. As much as it does hurt to, to give this up right now. I know that what I am creating, what I am doing, I am allowing my daughter's memories to be as full as they possibly can in this world. And to me, that's the only thing you can take with you when you go. And that's the most important thing in this world. And I need, I would feel remiss if I didn't have that opportunity with my daughter. You know, I normally say this to uh, police officers and um, military, but like, Thank you for your service. No, for real. Like, it has been. Like, you and I have been in the trenches trying to pull this show into something, you know, from literally nothing. Uh, And, I mean, I miss you. But, again, like I said, like I said, and I kept my GD promise. Damn, you did. (laughs) Gosh darn it, I did. (laughs) Kept my promise that, you know, we got you back. Um... And the same with Stacey and the same with Dustin. Stacey is, um, she's going to school to be a nutritionist. Killing it. Holy cow. And has a new job. Yeah. So proud of her. Dustin is doing what he went to school for. He's teaching kids. Um, this, I I just know that this this show has been like a jumping point or like a, you know, a stepping point for a lot of things in people's lives that are on the show and... Uh, there are things that are coming in the future. There are definitely things that I know about that nobody else knows about. And uh, it's just it, like it, it It was a great time. And I appreciate you giving me that great time. And it will never be replaced. And all of anybody who's ever been on the show has uh, always has the open door to come back anytime. Especially when, you know, you start mm. changing 50 diarrhea diapers and you're just like, mm, maybe, I don't know. But since we cried, we need to laugh. Oh, please. One more time. And when is this clip from, Chris? This was one of the earliest. I believe it's from 
around March 15th-ish. Mm-hmm. And this was when we were just kind of going over things that we had in, had in common. Oh, we did not have this in common. And then you asked me a question oh. if I'd like ever played with Barbies. Okay. Yes, Buzz family, we are ending on that. Chris, thank you for your service. <laughs> love you so much. I love you, Jordan. I love you, Buzz family. And here is something from the past. Did you make your Barbies do it, too? My mother had Barbies, and I played with her Barbies. And we had a treadmill, and we took a treadmill, and it was going really fast, you know? And we, I guess you say we performed a mastectomy, a double mastectomy. We, we treadmilled her boobs out. <laughs> if you need your Jordan Silver and Friends fixed during the weekend... Check out Jordan's Instagram at J-O-R-D-I-N Silver. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.